It's Saturday of Passion Week, or the fifth week of Lent. It's the last day before Holy Week. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zolsdorf. Today's Roman station is San Giovanni a Porta Latina, St. John at the Latin Gate. Since this day was a liturgical way back, the Collect Church could be at St. Peter's or at the Triclinium of St. John Lateran when the Pope was distributing alms. Now, martyrdom comes from a Greek word for witness. The greatest martyr of all is, of course, our Lord, whose crucifixion and resurrection give witness to his person and to his mission. Many early saints were martyrs who died in giving witness to their faith. Many others had a less bloody martyrdom as they suffered persecution for the faith. So we have an ancient teaching about different kinds of martyrdom for the sake of charity by which the martyr dies or gives witness in the face of hatred for the faith. There is a long tradition of identifying white martyrdom coined by St. Jerome, whereby a person gives witness through an ascetic life, withdrawing from the world, doing pilgrimages involving great sacrifice, or someone who suffers greatly for the faith but who does not die in bearing witness. There is also a green or a blue martyrdom involving great penance and mortifications, though without necessarily the sort of withdrawal from life that the hermit or the cenobite might live. Gregory the Great, in his dialogues, writes of different kinds of martyrdom, bloody, public martyrdom in the time of persecution, and secret martyrdom, not in the time of persecution. He wrote that secret martyrs are no less worthy of honor because they also endured sufferings and the attacks of hidden enemies, but they persevered in charity. Now this is why we can say that St. John the Evangelist was a true martyr, though he survived the attempts to kill him and lived old age. So what's the story on this? It's all about what they did to John in Rome. St. John at the Latin Gate is situated at the site of the attempted murder of John the Apostle and Evangelist. There is a solid tradition that John was in Rome in 92 AD at the time of the Emperor Domitian. According to very early Latin writers like Tertullian, who died around 220, in his work on the prescription of heretics, the Romans tried to kill John by boiling him in oil, but John emerged unscathed. Also, as the story goes, thousands of spectators were converted to Christianity when they saw John's miraculous protection from harm. There is also a story that they tried to poison John with a cup of wine that was poisoned. As John blessed it, the poison emerged in the form of a snake, and that is why we often see John depicted with a chalice with a little snake crawling out of it, or a little dragon-like critter. That's another good reason to bless your food and drink. John was thereby banished from Rome to Patmos, where he wrote the book of Revelation. A church was built on the place where John's martyrdom took place, near the southern part of Rome's wall, and there is a feast in the traditional Roman calendar for this event. The building of the church goes back to the time of Pope Gelasius, who died in 496, and there are still roof tiles which have the stamp of Theodoric, who ruled from 493 to 526. The beautiful Campanile, or bell tower, was added in the 8th century, and Baroque decorations, which were added in the 16th and 17th centuries, were removed in the 1940s. The Prayer Over the People in the Vetus Ordo. Let us pray. Bow your heads to God. 
Let your right hand, we beseech you, O Lord, guard your people who call upon you. Purify them and graciously teach them, that, by your aid in this life, may they advance toward the good things to come. Oremus, humiliate capita vestra Deo. Tueatur, quesumus Domine, dextera tua populum deprecantem, et purificatum dignanter erudiat ut consolatione presenti, ad futura bona proficiat. Per Dominum nostrum, Jesum Christum filium tuum, qui tecum vivit et reinat in unitate Spiritus Sancti Deus, per omnia secula seculorum. Amen. <laughs> 